Hello family of Grace, welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan Wonder Chapter Edition and today's Wonder Chapter is Exodus Chapter 12. Yes, we're still continuing with the story of the Israelites and how they are trying to get out of Egypt. And as we just start with the word of prayer, and we pick up from there. Much love, God. I want to thank you for this wonderful day. I want to thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for the gift of provision. I want to thank you for always being there with us, Father. May you forgive us where we have gone wrong in our actions, in our words, and what you have done and what you have failed to Almighty Father, may you come and bless us. May you come and be with us. We put all our plans and our dreams into your hands that you, Almighty God, may bless us and you may bless the work of our hands. Paul is believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Exodus chapter 12. As usual, I start off by reading it and then we shall pick up from there. The Passover and the festival, festival of unleavened bread. Let's say to Moses and Aaron in Egypt, This month is to be for you the first month, the first month of your year. Tell the whole community of Israel that on the tenth day of this month, each man is to take a lamb for his family. One for each household. If any household is too small for a whole lamb, let them share one with the nearest neighbor. Having taken into account the number of people there, you are to determine the amount of lamb needed in accordance with what each person will eat. The animals you choose must be a year old male without defect, and you must take them from the sheep or the goats. Take care of them until the 14th day. When all the members of the community of Israel must slaughter them at twilight, then they are to take some of the blood and put it on the sides and tops of the door frames of the houses where they eat the lamb. The same night, they are to eat the meat roasted over the fire, along with bitter herbs and bread made with a yeast. Do not eat the meat raw or boiled in water. But roast it over fire with head, legs, and internal organs. Do not leave any of it till morning. If some is left till morning, you must burn it. This is how you are to eat it with your cloak tucked into your belt, with your sandals on your feet, and with your staff in your hand. Eat in haste. It's the Lord's Passover. On the same night, I will pass through Egypt and strike down every firstborn of people both people and animals, and I'll bring judgment on all the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord. The blood will be a sign for you on your households where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over. No destructive plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. This is a day you are to commemorate for the generations to come. You shall celebrate it as a festival to the Lord, a lasting ordinance for seven days, you are to eat bread made without yeast. On the first day, remove yeast from your house, houses. For whoever eats anything with yeast in it, from the first day throughout the seventh, must be cut off from his own. On the first day, hold a scarred assembly, and another on the seventh day. Do not work at all on these days, except prepare food for everyone to eat. That is all you may do. Celebrate the first bowl of unleavened bread because it was on the very day 
because it was on this very day that I brought you out of your divisions of Egypt. Celebrate this day as a lasting ordinance for the generations to come. In the first month, you are to eat bread made with a yeast from the evening of the 14th day until the evening of the 21st day. For seven days, no yeast is to be found in your houses and anyone whether foreigner or native born who eats anything with yeast in it must be cut off from the community of Israel. Eat nothing made with yeast. Whenever you live, you must eat unleavened bread. Then Moses summoned all the elders of Egypt and said to them, Go at once and select the animals for your families and slaughter for the Passover. Take a bunch of hyssop, dip it into the blood in the basin and put some of the blood on top and on both sides of the door frame. None of you shall go out of the door of your house until morning. When the Lord goes through the land to strike down the Egyptians, he will see the blood on the top and sides of the door frame and will pass over that door. And he will not permit the destroyer to enter your house and strike you down. Obey these instructions as a lasting ordinance for you and their descendants. When you enter the land that the Lord will give you, as he promised, observe this ceremony. And when your children ask you, what does this ceremony mean to you? Then tell them, it is Passover sacrifice to the Lord who passed over the houses of the Israels in Egypt and spared our homes when he struck down the Egyptians. The people bowed down and worshipped. The Israels did just what the Lord commanded Moses and Aaron. At midnight, the Lord struck down all the firstborn in Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh who sat on the throne, to the firstborn of the prisoner who was in the dungeon, and the firstborn of all livestock as well. Pharaoh and all his officials and all the Egyptians got up during the night, and there was a loud wailing in Egypt, for there was not a house without someone dead. The Exodus. During the night, Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Up! Leave my people, you are the Israelites, you and the Israelites. Go worship the Lord as you requested. Take your flocks and herds, and, and as you have said, and go, and also bless me. The Egyptians urged the people to hurry and leave the country, for otherwise they said we will all die. So the people took that door before the yeast was added and carried it on their shoulders in kneading troughs wrapped in clothes. The Israels did as Moses instructed and asked the Egyptians for articles of silver and gold and for clothing. The Lord had made the Egyptians favorably disposed towards the people and they gave them what they asked for. So they plundered the Egyptians. The Israelites journeyed from Ramesses to Sukkoth. There were about 600,000 men on foot besides women and children. Many other people went up with them and also large, and also large droves of livestock, both flocks and herd. With the dough the Israels had brought from Egypt, they baked loaves of unleavened bread. The bread the dough was without yeast because they had been driven out of Egypt and didn't have time to prepare food for themselves. Now that length of time the Israelites people lived in Egypt was 430 years. At the end of the 430 years to this very day, all the Lord's divisions left Egypt because the Lord kept visual that night to bring them out of Egypt 
On this night, all the Israelites are to keep vigil to honor the Lord for the generations to come. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, These are the regulations for the Passover meal. No foreigner may eat it. Any slave you have brought may eat it after you have circumcised him, but a temporary resident or hired worker may not eat it. It must be eaten inside the house. Take none of the meat outside the house. Do not break any of the bones. The whole community of Israel must celebrate it. A foreigner residing amongst you who wants to celebrate the Lord's Passover must have all the meals in his household circumcised. Then he may take part like anyone born in the land. No un uncircumcised male may eat it. The same applies to both the native born and to the foreigners residing among you. All the Israelites did just what the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron. And on that very day, the Lord brought the Israelites out of Egypt by the divisions. Wow, what a long wonder chapter. But let's get to work. So if you read this, if you've been following this story, first of all, we see how Moses and Aaron had gone to the Pharaoh to begin to plead that his people be released. But Pharaoh stubbornly, after the Lord had had in his heart, refused to let these people go. And till this day, we're not seeing the last plague that the Lord brought when he killed the firstborn children of the Egyptians. Actually, not only children, even livestock. And all that went. Let's go. If you read through from verses 1 to 28, you see that the Lord always guides us. The Lord always sets instruction. The Lord always gives us a path to follow. Amen. He always marks. He puts big signposts. He finds a way of talking to us to direct us to the path that he wants. So now it's up to us to choose what path do we want to take. Because you can see how the Lord was giving the Israelites through Moses and Aaron instructions for the Feast of Unleavened Bread. He gave them instructions to details. Why? Because he loved them. So many times the Lord is giving us instructions in so many ways. But we either ignore them or we do not see them. Where do you lie? We are always too preoccupied to listen, to see the signs that the Lord is putting for us. And one great way that you can see all those signs is by reading the Bible. Because it was through the Bible and through the Bible that we channel and communicate to God. Amen? Through prayers, through singing hymns and praises. Are you willing to listen to God's instructions? Or you are too preoccupied? And does it stop unwilling? Are you determined to listen and follow? those instructions you know you can willingly listen to those instructions but you can you can refuse to follow them you can set your own guidelines 
But as Christians, we are reminded, we are called for to always and always follow the Lord's instructions. If you go to verse 29, verse 29 says, At midnight, the Lord struck down all the firstborn in Egypt, from the firstborn of the Pharaoh who sat on the throne, to the firstborn of the prisoner, all who was in the dungeon, and the firstborn of all livestock as well. To me, this shows us a very important message that in the Lord's eye, we are all equal. We are all the same. In the Lord's eye, we are all equal. We are all the same, period. Whether you are rich, whether the earth calls you poor, whether you drive, I don't know what car you drive, some of you don't even dress, some of you fly, whether you fly, no matter what you do, we are all the same before the Lord. So endeavor to always treat everyone the same. Why? Because in the Lord's eye, we are the same, period. There's no difference. And so when he said, I'm going to kill the firstborn of the Egyptians, he killed every firstborn. He did not spare because you are the Pharaoh's firstborn, because you are sons. No. And that's a virtue that we must borrow. We must learn to be able to treat everyone the same as the Christian walk. We should not be segregative. We should not be tribalistic. We should not be favor. I don't know. We should treat people the same. And if you continue to verse 31, you see, during that night, Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Up, leave my people, you and the Israels, go, go worship the Lord as you have requested. Amen. That just, I don't know. If you remember from the previous chapter, this is the same man who told Moses and Aaron, You, two of you, I never want to see you in my face. The next time I see you, I'm going to kill you. You're going to die. A, B, C, D. And this is the same person who couldn't even wait for money. Amen. He couldn't wait for morning to see Moses and Aaron because they said during the night he didn't wait for morning. He summoned them and said, Go. And that's how strong and powerful the Lord is. And he must have trusted Moses and Aaron's faith. They trusted God's word and they trusted God's timing because the Lord told them that I'm going to bring you and your people out of here. They trusted. Otherwise, some of you wouldn't even go to the Pharaoh this time again. Because remember the guy had told him, if you come, sweet, I'm going to kill you. But because of the faith and the trust that Moses and Aaron had in the Lord, they went. And it was on that day that finally Pharaoh released the Israelites from Egypt. 
and if you see verse 51 that says and on that very day the lord brought the israelites out of egypt by the division the lord always delivers that's the last message that i want to leave you with the lord always delivers if he has said he's going to give you something he's going to give it to you do not be afraid do not be moved he delivers and he's going to give you what belongs to you take some time with exodus chapter 12 what do you learn from it meditate Write to us, dailygraceisisland at yahoo.com, or you can send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter at dailygraceisisland. We really love to hear from you. The Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Oh, much love, God. Want to thank you for this wonderful day. Want to thank you for the gift of life. Want to thank you for the gift of provision. Want to thank you for always being there for us, Father. Today. We see that because of the patience that the Israelites have and your persistence because of the love that you have for us, Father, finally the Israelites get to leave Egypt. Father, we pray that may you fill us with the same virtue of patience and persistence in whatever that we do, so that at the end of the day we shall come to glorify your name. Paul is believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen.